Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. I am your host, Annie F. Downs. I'm so happy to be here with you today. Before we dive into today's conversation, I want to tell you about one of our incredible sponsors. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Between the holidays and the crazy schedule and carrying all the emotions that come along with it, this time of year can be a lot, and it's natural to feel some kind of sadness or anxiety about it. But therapy truly can and will help. Having a place to process all of that can be a bright spot amidst all the stress and change and something to look forward to to make you feel grounded and to give you the tools to manage everything going on. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You don't have to worry about running one more errand because your session can be done right from where you are. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, we love a quiz, and get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Find a bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash that sounds fun today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash that sounds fun. Okay, today on the show, I get to talk with my friend, Jana Kramer. You may know Jana from back in the day when she was on One Tree Hill, or maybe you know her incredible country music, or maybe you've just picked up any of her books. But either way, I'm so excited to have Jana here. I'm really proud of the way she shared parts of her story with such honesty and vulnerability, particularly in her latest book, The Next Chapter. Today, we're talking about what life looks like after a divorce, her journey with motherhood, the questions she's asking God and what she's learning about freedom and redemption. Because we're talking about some tender parts of her story, I want to encourage you with two things. Number one, it's probably best for you to listen to this before any of my mini BFFs do. I just want you to hear as Jana so graciously opens up about what she's walking through when it comes to church and faith and the messy, hard parts of that. And so I think a lot of us need a reminder that God isn't scared of our questions. He's not walking away when we start wrestling with our faith or wrestling with sin, and He takes it on. So the other thing I want to encourage you with and remind you is one of the best things about you is how you treat our guests. And you're going to hear Jana talk about some of the struggles with what goes on online and how people are perceiving her life and responding to her. And my encouragement to you today is to love our friend Jana really well and to care for her and to enjoy this conversation and also let it be a springboard for you of seeing your friends and neighbors and knowing that there's always more to the story and the active response to that and how we care for Jana. So I'm thankful. I'm really thankful for her. And I think you're going to love her honesty in this episode. What I love about us is that we are just this giant group of friends and where it is a safe place to ask hard questions, be honest about the good and the hard and figure it all out with God. And and I feel really honored that Jana would process this part of her story with me and with us. And so I'm excited for you to hear it and excited for her to experience what it's like to be loved by the That Sounds Fun friends. So here is my conversation with our friend, Jana Kramer. Jana Kramer, welcome to That Sounds Fun. I'm so excited. I have to start with a complaint. Okay. Um, the <laughs> only, the I'm honored to be mentioned in your book. Oh, yes. You quoted the cheesiest thing I've I, ever said from Ray's, stage. <laughs> it wasn't cheesy. It was great. I was like, God's ways are higher than our ways, W-A-Z-E. But it's true. I'm glad it stuck with your heart. But Jana, I was, as I was reading, I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> but you but didn't. It truly, it's, like, it, I was like, those things just, like, yeah. 
those are the things. Yeah. You know? It is hilarious. This book, the next chapter, can I just celebrate your courage? Because you wrote a book with your ex-husband about relationships. Yeah. And then you had to write another book, and y'all are no longer married. Yeah. And... Will you talk to me about the courage of that? When did you decide you could even start writing? Well, so, yeah, we wrote a book called The Good Fight. And it was all about a couple trying to save their marriage and work through it, infidelity, and, you know, all the the toughness of marriage uh, when infidelity strikes. And that was a that was a hard book, but I felt like it was a very healing book. Yes. Uh, I feel like it helped a lot of people. Having said that, you know, a few, gosh, was it a few months later, you know, I was falling for divorce. It felt like the biggest fraud. And I'm yeah. like, okay, we didn't do anything that we, well, we tried, but it didn't work. Yeah. And we were supposed to write a book about trust. So we started writing a book about trust. And do you, y'all had already started writing it? We had just I'm, started writing oh it. And so we had the conversations. My ex and I had, you know, started writing down, you know, the kind of the chapter outlines. Like we right. had a call with our editor. Jeez. And so when I called her telling her that I found out that he cheated again, I was like, I'm done. Yeah. Obviously, like for, for good this time. And so then there went the book deal. That yeah. went away. Yeah. And so that was hard because – you know, again, I felt like a failure. I felt like something that, you know, financially, too, was something that for us that would have been great. But also it was one of those things where I'm like, well, I guess I'm never going to write another book because he always said he was the writer. Mm. I wrote my piece, but I'm not the best writer. I just I write from my tone. Like I write yeah, how I talk. Beautiful. I'm just yeah. like not it's not perfect. And it's just kind of all over the place. And so with the you know, with, I called my editor and I said, I, you know, I'd like to write a book about trusting myself. Yeah. And she goes, well, I think we should wait until you're in a relationship and happy and moved on. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I was like, yeah. I need you to hear me. I need you to hear me like super loud. I go, my entire happiness has always been based on if I'm in a relationship or if I'm with a man, like that is always equal. Jana equals happiness when she's in a relationship or loved by a man. Yeah. I was like, I have got to figure out like what's wrong with me, how to love myself. And I was like, I'm just going to start writing down stuff and I'm going to start sending it to you and then you just let me know and so then I sent her a bunch of stuff and she goes keep sending keep sending and that's when she kind of had the idea let's turn this into like a year diary from the day you filed to the year after it was evolution of it the the outline of that was brilliant yeah she's she's an amazing editor so I owe a lot to Sydney Rogers over at HarperCollins for that it was brilliant because it it is such an invitation to go I mean so many of our friends listening after Brandy Wilson was on Mm. and we talked so much about her divorce so many of our friends listening reached out and were like I have needed a conversation about this because I feel Mm -hmm. shame I feel scared I feel worried so in the next chapter you are so honest (laughs) Jana about the year after your divorce yeah are you excited for people to read it? Are you afraid? Are you all the things? I'm, I'm all the things, yeah. right? Because it's it's hard to admit some of the things that I felt or that I was going through. But it's also, I don't think I'm alone in any of it. That's right. That's so right. So I would have loved to have read something knowing that these people went, or you know, these women or these men went through the same thing yeah. post their divorce yeah. or anything that has shaken their life like yeah. that. Yeah. I want to talk about your faith for a second. Sure. And will you retell the story you told me when you sat down? I may cry when yeah. you retell it, by I the mean, way. I mean, I can share the DM, too, if you really want. I mean, if you want to. This is just one of the one of the many I got. And, and it's it's interesting timing, and it's probably going to make me cry because 
I thought to myself, why? And I love you and I love listening to you in church and I love everything you've written and, and talk about. But on the way here, I was so nervous because I'm like, I get messages like this. And this was today at 548 a.m. Hi, Jan. I hope you're doing well. I've always enjoyed your page and watching you overcome and rise above with Jesus on your side. My current struggle as a 57-year-old Christian woman who does admire you is this. With the utmost respect, what are you saying to young women who are just beginning their life and also their struggles about premarital sex and being a Christian? I might have missed it, but did you get married already? Immediately when you found out you were pregnant again, did you come to your page and your fans in humility and state that you made a mistake in having sex outside of marriage and keep the pregnancy low key and out of the headlines until you made things right before the Lord? I'm not casting blame, which I appreciate her saying that. I just want to understand because I don't wish to unfollow such a beautiful person who has gone through so much and came out victorious on the other side of the help of Jesus. Please help me understand when you have time. Thank you so much. And then other messages are that I get are like, you know, how do you call yourself a Christian if you, now that you're pregnant and out of wedlock, and how are you going to explain that to your daughter? And so I had the hardest time going back to church when I found out I was pregnant because I thought everyone was going to look at me and just be the outcast. And I'm like, well, then how do I call myself a Christian? But I was baptized, and but I do believe that Jesus loves all of us. So I'm just yeah. like, I'm. so I really struggled. And I remember the first time I went back to church in my then second trimester clearly showing one of the, I used to volunteer in the nursery. And yeah. so one of the women came over to me and gave me a big hug and I started crying. She's like, why are you crying? And I was like, I didn't think you'd like me. Like, I feel embarrassed to be here. And then she was just like, no, honey. She's like, God loves you. And I'm like, yeah, but I have all these other people telling me that I've done it bad and wrong and I'm I'm bad. So. I'm so sorry. Oh, well, I just, I hear the things the Bible says and also, I know how God has worked in my life, too, and I believe that He, this is a story that he wrote. So though it's out of the written order that he wrote, it seems to be the right order for my life. So that's There's what I'm just trying to make every sense story, right? with it, you know, yeah. even though it says technically in the Bible you shouldn't. So that's where I'm just struggling. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I, and yet what we can really believe is no child is an accident. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so every time a baby is made, it's a miracle. Yeah. And so we we will figure out how to hold both of those things, mm-hmm. right? I am um I'm at a little bit of a loss for words because if everything I did was known by everyone, mm. who would have come and hug me? Right. And so everybody has this real quick ability to look at someone else's life and say whatever they think because what they believe about you is visible. Mm -hmm. They can see what they want to judge in you. They can't see what they want to judge in me. Mm. And so I'm sorry for that. That sucks. How do I? I'm like I know this is your best, no, but no. how do I? How do I walk that balance when it's clearly stated in the Bible as as X? Yeah, I think there's real purpose to sex inside of marriage. There's a reason. I mean, you've you've done that. You know mm-hmm. the connection, and you know the purpose, and you understand what it does for two people. So I think God. God knows what he's doing when he asks us to think about sex in those terms of mm-hmm. what it does for a man and a woman. Mm-hmm. I also think he that grace is abundant, right? And that it doesn't change how 
how he feels about any of us when we make mistakes. You know, I, I think the thing you get to process through is what does sexual purity look like for you? Mm-hmm. Because one of the things that you talk about so openly in the book is your ex did not live a sexually pure life in your marriage. No. That's one of the reasons your marriage didn't last. Mm-hmm. And so what does sexual purity look like to you now? My guess is you will not sleep with someone else besides the man you're marrying. Absolutely not. Yes. Right. Because yeah. you, in your core, you believe in sexual purity. Yes. And so we can ask God, okay, God, what does sexual purity look like for Jana? Mm-hmm. And what does sexual purity look like as she's raising her kids to mm-hmm. teach them mm-hmm. what would sexual purity be if you're a Jesus follower? Right. And so that's the, that's the question you get to wrestle down, mm-hmm. not is what I did right or wrong. The, the Holy Spirit will get you there, you right. know. But what is sexual purity? Because it doesn't end once you're married. Right. <laughs> well, also my daughter, too, and I told her. I was like, so, you know, having a baby. And she's like, but you're not married. And I was like, mm. yes, <laughs> you were right, you know. Right. And I was like, thank. And I was like, God just blessed us sooner, yeah. you know. Yeah. We, just, we will get married, and yes. we are going to get married. He yes. just blessed us sooner. Yes, and so that was like my, but but I believe that, like I yes. do believe that he, this was a blessing that, because again, I have struggled with conceiving. I've had so many miscarriages. I wow. and when we talked about even trying, I had said after post divorce I wasn't going to have any more yeah. kids. I was yeah. like, I'm done. I'm I'm almost forty. Like I'm right. ship has sailed for me. Right. And then with him, I'm like, I want to create something with him. Like I love this man, and yeah. it's just like he's. He's everything I like dreamt and wrote down in my yeah. Bible. I was like, God, yeah. this is the man, like, and and put it in there, you yes. know? And it's like it was him. And so when, you know, I was like, well, I just don't even think I'm, I, it's even going to be possible. Like I've had to do IVF. I had to do yeah. all of it. And then I've yeah. lost in the first month. Wow. And so I was just like, okay, wow. like you've got a bigger plan than like than I, that I thought. Yeah. So. And when you trace, I mean, you do this beautifully in the book, when you trace your story, it's very clear, and this is true for me too in some ways, it's very clear the power of men Mm -hmm. and love and attraction Mm -hmm. is in your story. Yeah, And so part of that has played into your sexual life too. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so and so all of it is one story that as we keep healing this podcast, I listened to this morning was talking about if God brings you back to the same thing, it's not that he didn't heal it. It's that there's a new level of healing. Sure. And so my guess is if I was a betting woman, you and I can keep up as much as we want to, but we can have this actual conversation again in a year. Sure. And you'll be like, here's one way that I'm I'm thinking differently. And I'll be like, here's one way that I'm thinking differently because of the healing that will happen in the same arena. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. And and like I'm I get it. A lot of people are are you going to get married before you have the baby? Like in my mind I'm like I w- would like to, but I also want the the, yes. the dream wedding too yes. that I like even, you know, I'm like I want to marry this man. So I yeah. you know, it's like I don't I I just have to sit with that piece a little bit longer. Yes. Yes. I am so thankful that you talk about this and that you wrestle about this because it is just so inviting and honest. It makes you so believable Thanks. <laughs> as a human. And so thank you for being willing to wrestle about this. Well, I mean, I sat down with um, Pastor Kevin when I – because I was having a really hard time going back into the church. And I talk about yeah. that in the book of yeah. just kind of the struggle with men and the yeah. um, and putting someone in that godlike yeah. you know, outfit, basically. And just 
I'm like, but I have a really hard time believing this, and I have, I have a tough time. I, I struggle with this, and he goes, "That's faith." He's like, yeah. "Your the struggle and the questions." He's like, "That is faith. Keep the questions yes. coming." Yes, yeah. That's. I mean, I, so, I want I like, you to okay. hear that from me too. That like this thing we're doing, this is faith. Mm-hmm. This is our faith going. Like, okay, what does it actually look like? Yeah. And if everybody is yelling at me about this, that's not working for me. That doesn't make right. me want to be different. But from here on out, I want to be with one person. Mm-hmm. And so, what do I I do to you know I mean I just think I think the wrestling you're doing is beautiful I think it really matters I want to talk about a couple of things that came up in the book to me okay that I just think are beautiful um first of all this is so funny will you talk about how breakups are better in the summer I could not agree with you more they my that was my cheesy one, one but was yeah. January oh, oh girl gosh terrible I'm not saying terrible. like wait like don't ever wait uh, but I'm just saying like if you're gonna break up like, yeah the summertime Talk about is why. Because it's this, like, I need the sun. The yes. sun makes, I feel like, again, vitamin D, everyone needs the yes. vitamin D. Yes. And just, like, being out in the sun, you can be out. When you are trapped inside your house and it's cold and it is just, like, dreary out, for me personally, that is when my depression levels start to go yeah, yeah. down, obviously. And so, but when it's sunny out and it's warm, then, you know, more people are out and or you want to go to the pool or yeah. go to the, you know, go hiking. or just, yeah. I, I have to be... I am a lighter, happier person when I'm outside and I'm yeah. just active with people, yeah. whether it's just walking around the neighborhood or going for a hike or being on the water. It's hard to do those things in yeah. the winter. So for me, I noticed, I was like, man, this is like great timing because yeah. I can, I'm forcing myself out of bed to get out and feel the sun. And there's just a different, it just hits you different. Yeah. It really does. January's <laughs> tough. I'm sorry, girl. But don't stay with someone just because <laughs> That's right. it's... That time frame. Oh, yeah. I had a thing in like April of COVID and I was like, we are the only people touching each other. Like no one else is even hugging me. What are you doing? (laughs) Can we wait? At the time, you're like, can we wait a few more weeks till everything opens up? Right. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Why? Oh, yeah. January breakups. Brutal. Hey, friends, just interrupting this conversation to share about one of our amazing partners, Thrive Market. Y'all know schlepping my groceries around the streets of New York is not the easiest thing in the world. So Thrive Market is saving the day again by shipping me some of my favorite items right to my door. Bless, bless, bless them. As a Thrive Market member, I've also saved money on every single order. On average, I save over 30% each time. They also have a deals page that changes daily and gives me cash back on so many brands, and they have a price match guarantee. Y'all, I'm so here for Thrive Market. I love love them in Nashville. I love, 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 love them in New York. They have over 70 filters on their website and app, so you can easily find exactly what you're looking for instead of having to read through all the ingredients while standing in the aisle at the store. Plus, when you join Thrive Market, you're also helping a family in need through Thrive's one-for-one membership matching program. You join and they give, and I just love that. So join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order, plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash that sounds fun for 30 off your first order, plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash that sounds fun. Thrivemarket.com slash that sounds fun. 
And one more amazing partner to tell you about, Raycon. It's never too early to start your holiday shopping. Why not take care of it now before the crowds and packed calendars make shopping a like total nightmare, especially when you can get some of the best deals of the season well before Black Friday. You can shop Raycon products right now and save up to 50% off because their early Black Friday sale is going on right now. I am living for these early Black Friday sales, you guys. Y'all heard me talk about Raycon. Their everyday earbuds truly are are amazing, and that's how they first made a name for themselves. They deliver on high-quality and thoughtful features like a 32-hour battery life, which is saving my life in New York, and a perfect in-ear fit for all-day wear and lasting comfort. And this past year, Raycon expanded their entire business with the introduction of Raycon Home and Raycon PowerTech. For example, they have their faucet filter, which ultra filters the water in your tap against chlorine and heavy metals. To get everyone in the holiday shopping spirit a bit early, Raycon's currently offering 20% off everything on their site with select products up to 50% off. You guys, hurry now to buyraycon.com slash that sounds fun to get 20 to 50% off site wide. That's buyraycon.com slash that sounds fun to score up to 50% off Raycon products by Raycon.com slash that sounds fun. Y'all let's go. Let's get some of that. Okay. Now back to our conversation with Jana. Okay. So when you're writing about all of this, I mean, your divorce Mm -hmm. happens and you're writing that first year Mm -hmm. How do you parent through this? Because I'm like, I know how to do a breakup in the summer when it's just me at my house. I know actually how to do a breakup in the winter when it's just me in my house. So many of our friends listening, it is cuffing season, and they're going to have something end. They're going to have a marriage end, possibly, before this year is over. How do you parent through that? That was the hardest piece. You know, he left the house. And so while I'm trying to pick up the pieces the first week, first Two weeks, first month. Oh, of... tell about your friend making you. Is it this Catherine that's that, here? That's <gasps> oh my gosh, the Catherine that's here is the one who would not let you sit on the floor. Yeah. Oh my gosh, please tell that story. That but first week. It's the. It's the Catherine. <laughs> Sorry, you're such Catherine. a hero. But she is though. That's the yes. thing. Like, and I could cry even like, talking about her because she knows exactly what I need. And in that moment. I can sometimes tend to ask for help when I know it's not good for me too. Mm-hmm. Like I needed to stand up, have a protein because it was the morning after the divorce. Yeah. And so she was like, I will wait here, but you were driving your kids to school. Yeah. And that just was the first step in just going, okay, I have to like, I have to zip this up, button, like button myself up, be the parent and drive my kids. And then she's like, and then you can come home and you can cry the rest of the day mm-hmm. until pickup. I think she also knew that if I if she did take her kids, it would have delayed my healing because I would have asked her again. And then yeah. I would have asked her again because yeah. it becomes a clutch. Yeah. And right. for me, anxiety. I'm like, well, I can't because I have anxiety. Mm-hmm. Like, no, yes, I just had an anxiety attack and I'm going to drive my kids to school. Yeah. And I'm going to eat this protein bar because I need to eat something. Oh, yeah. She handed you a protein out. bar. Yeah. She's like, eat your thing thin bar. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she wasn't that like hard about it. Like, yeah. it sounds a little harsher in the book. But I mean, she did the absolute right thing as my best friend yeah. to do. Yeah. Knowing me and knowing who I am. But it's it's hard because, you know, he was off. I don't even know where he was staying at the time, but golfing and doing that. And I'm like, I'm picking up all the pieces and trying to yeah. parent and yeah. trying not to explode in front of them yeah. every time I saw them. So that was. Will you talk about the vacation when he took the kids on oh, vacation so and you saw hard. it on Facebook? Yeah. I mean. Because so many of our friends listening know this feeling. It's just, I never, and that's the thing too. Like with the, when I first found out our first year of marriage and our daughter was like six, five, six months 
about the first round of affairs, I'm like, I I don't I come from a divorced family. I don't want to not be without my kids. Like yeah. I didn't I didn't have a, a family to like have it be separated and like I say goodbye to my daughter or my, you know now my son. Like I'm like that's this isn't what I wanted. And so that first realization when he was taking them on the family trip with his family, like, of course, like, absolutely now, you know, that's amazing. And they deserve that time with their grandma and grandpa. But that first one was so hard because I'm like, I I should, I'm the, I should be there. Like, mm. this isn't fair mm-hmm. just because of what you did. Right. Now I'm missing out right. on this family vacation that we were all supposed to go on and right. play in the beach. And I, I'm not going to be able to order my son his little gelato and then, yeah. you know, hold his hand back from back to the therapy. Like, I'm just like, that's not fair. Like yeah. what you did took away now memories that like I was supposed to have with them. Yes. Right. And that that piece is still to this day. It's hard to it's still not easy. I had um, so sweet. One of our like the baseball coach kind of saw us me saying goodbye to the kids and putting them in dad's truck. And he must have clocked like my deep breath. And he's like, mm-hmm. you OK? And I was like, oh, yeah, no, I'm good. And he goes, sorry, that must be hard. And I'm like, you know what it is? I go, even to this day, and I'm very much happy and moved on. It's not easy saying goodbye to your kids, no matter if it's three years ago or in the present. It's not a normal thing to go, okay, bye, see ya. Yeah. You know, see ya when you come back from your dad's. Like, I I want you in your bed every night at our house. Like, that's... It's of our family. Yes. So... Is it a... Forgive me, I just have not done this. Is it a... Is it change all the time? Is it like you're still navigating your relationship with your ex? Because all the time you're like, okay, they they are having a great time. Or I don't like that they come home and say this. I mean, is there just a constant we have, working on it? Yeah. And, and you know, we have a pretty set schedule, but we're also very flexible, obviously, with work and um, with things that come up with him or me or whatever. And then just, yeah, I mean, there's things that... I don't love the fact that they play video games all the time at their dad's house, you know, and I'm like, we don't do it at our house. So there's just like, can we have, so we have decent conversations. You still have to co-parent. About, yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, I have to remember whenever I talk to him, I have to go, he's your co-parent. He's not your ex-husband, even Mm. though he is. Mm. But he's like, he's not your current husband. He's not your ex-husband. And he's not like, he is someone who loves and is helping you with the kids, a (gasps) co-parent. What a great thing to do in your brain. I have to because if not, I like I let too much of the old stuff kind of come up, and I'm like, I don't need that's that is the past, and that does not need to come into this. Yeah. This is a new relationship. We have yeah. a we had we have our past relationship, and we have our new relationship, and yeah. this is our new relationship is co-parenting. Interesting, but it can be hard when we get triggered, or when you know he forgets something, or if I do something, or you know, so it's or if he feels controlled, like because yeah. I'm like, well, why didn't you, you know, or it's just whatever. Like yeah. he can be triggered too. So we we do a decent job of like staying in touch with our new relationship, and if something comes up from the past, be like, hey, sorry, that just bothered me because of, and I'm like, yep, yep. I get it, sorry. I could see how that made you feel controlled because I was like, why did the kids watch iPad for 10 million hours? You know? like, <laughs> yeah. But also a valid question. Yeah, so, but also I would like to know. I would like to know. <laughs> so, but it's hard, like, you know, to let that piece go. Yeah. I mean, as I'm I'm thinking about it, the part of it that you have that a lot of us don't have is everything's public, too. Mm-hmm. He's a public person. Some of your other exes are public people. And say things publicly. How does your soul handle that? I mean, Al Andrew says our souls were never meant for fame. Mm-hmm. How does your soul handle when you read something publicly or see? I mean, that's been so many years of your life at this point, but it's, yeah. I mean, that DM you read us at the start, it's still got to be hard. It's 
challenging. I mean, I have got like, you know, hate pages and people saying <gasps> nasty things. And like hate pages? Like entire things? Oh, yeah. There's like a Reddit page of like a couple Girl. thousand trolls. They're just like <gasps> mean. Like just Dana. really mean. So I don't. Why I are used, humans like this? I used to open. Like my therapist is like, you are opening the window. You're letting the gas in. You're oh. you're doing that to yourself oh. by logging on and going www.reddit.com slash yeah. like whatever. And so she's like, you got to close the window. I would barf she's like, if I read all that stuff oh, about it. I'm sure it exists hard. out there, but I don't want to read any of it. It's just – but that I'm allowing people to take my joy. Mm. So I'm in a very joyful part, a joyful yeah. season right now in my yeah. life. Why would I want someone to take that joy yeah. from me? Yeah. Because I did for so many years. I would yeah. I would care about this. Well, that person said that, and that's not true. Like, he this did a tell-all. I'm like, that's not – that. like, those are pieces that aren't true. And, like, yeah. I want to defend myself. For what? You know? Right. Because – I, although I'd love to, the people that know me know me. The people that follow me are going to see. They're going to read through it. Yeah. And also, I'm allowing someone to take my joy away from me. Hmm. And I don't – like, I get to choose that. So why would nice. I Why would I choose someone to take my joy? Yeah. It's actually one of the reasons I don't really read DMs. Because I'm like, I, I just – I'm not as tough as you. I'm just not – I mean, my skin is not – I haven't – practice this long enough you've had massive success globally and so you've had to deal with this a lot longer i i just am not tough enough so i'm like sorry y'all i'm not gonna read my dms i'm sure there's a lot of very kind things in there but the yeah. eight that aren't i know I, and that's the thing it's only just the, the it's few so few yeah it's there's so, so many few. more positive comments yes so that's where another reason too i've just stopped because i'm like I, I've been told <laughs> I always wanted 100% approval, I know. right? Yeah. I'm not going to get it. I know. That's what I want too, though. So, and I, although I really strive for it, there's going to be someone. So yeah. I always just say now, I'm like, if you don't like me, that sucks. I hope one day you give me the chance to like meet you in person. Yeah. And we can have a, a good exchange. Yes. But. Yes. And just like, I wish you well. I didn't like everybody from high school either. Yeah. That doesn't mean yeah. that. Fr I mean, literally, I told a story from stage last weekend where I, where someone had chirped pretty hard at me on the internet, and I said, "I'm sure her friends like her. Like, I'm sure her friends like her. Right. Doesn't mean we have to like each other, but I'm sure her friends like her. Yeah. And so I I wish you well. Go off and be friends with your friends. You right. do not have to be friends with me. And y'all are all going to be stuck with me in heaven too if we believe the same thing about Jesus. Well, it's, you know, it's interesting. It's always the, the nastier comments come from I people know. that say Jesus lover, and I'm like, I oh, know. that's ironic. Yeah. What makes you choose Jesus anyway when those are the people who are the most unkind to you? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. I'm always impressed when people who take massive criticism don't walk away from him. Mm. You know, mm -hmm. and you haven't. I mean, you you just got baptized when? Last uh, February? Last Febu was it last February? Let's see. February Febu of yeah. this year? Yeah. The February of last year. Of 22. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Will you talk about your decision to do that? It was beautiful. It Thank was beautiful. You. I, uh, I just, after the divorce, I just, again, was holding so much hate, yeah. I think. Yeah, And I felt like I've walked alone for so long, and I've kind of let God in glimpses. I've yeah. let him in in glimpses. Wow. And I didn't want to, I wanted to bring him in more than just like a, hey, you can peek through the window. Like, yeah. I got you got to come in. You're, yeah. you're going to climb in the window. Yeah. And for me, that wow. I, I needed to feel that movement. And to yeah. me, a baptism is, was a movement for me. And yeah. it was like my ultimate, like, I called it like my battle cry. Like it was yeah. my ultimate, like, okay, I I still, you know, question things, but like I, I'd like for you to walk with me. Yes. Because it's what I learned from my divorce is it's a very lonely walk because you got all your friends that are there for you right post-divorce. And then they go back to their lives and you're just standing and you're by yourself. 
and you're very alone. They're, everybody's there for a month. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're then of course they go back to their lives. And then it's just you. And I have a tough time. I had a tough time being alone and in the quiet. Yeah. So when I invited him in, because he's always been there, yeah. I just have been the one shutting the door on him. Mm. That was where it was like, okay, I I actually would like to have your voice here or your presence or feel because this is what has it hasn't worked for me in the past and I don't I don't like to feel this way. Mm -hmm. So I think it's really beautiful because even back to our conversation about you having a baby mm -hmm. and I just go you know what's amazing about all of us as humans is baptism does not seal our salvation. <laughs> already saved. It just is an outward, it's a battle cry. Yeah. It's an outward and public sign mm -hmm. of what you believe about Jesus. And then we still wrestle with how to follow the path. Yeah. Me too, yeah. Jana. Me too. Yeah. And so I'm I like, just, do I have to get rebaptized after I have the baby? No. No, <laughs> no, I know, no. I know. No, I know. <laughs> yes. No, I mean it is that it is that though, right? Yeah. Of we all get to keep wrestling out our faith. And because you're willing to do that in front of us, mm -hmm. you're giving me permission to do that in my life too. And it is just beautiful. Thank it's you. absolutely beautiful. That sounds fun. Hey, friends, just interrupting this conversation one more time to tell you about another amazing partner, KiwiCo. My mini BFFs love KiwiCo. It's like unwrapping a box of fun, and they get to create some of the cutest and coolest things they've made. Ukuleles and wind chimes and an astronaut starter kit. KiwiCo has nine different subscription options for different ages and subjects, so there's something for everyone. When you give KiwiCo, it's so much more than a box of toys. It's the gift of discovery because of their hands-on experiences, giving kids the tools to learn about topics that they love, from dinosaurs to rocket ships. KiwiCo delivers seriously fun, hands-on projects that inspire a lifelong love for learning. Their projects spark creative confidence for ongoing tinkering and experimentation. Sure, you can buy a ukulele, but isn't it way more fun to build your own? Their crates are fun and stress-free, so you can enjoy quality time with your kids and tackle projects together. And they're tested and approved by kids. KiwiCo projects are designed by a team of educators, makers, engineers, and rocket scientists who brainstorm hundreds of ideas to create the most exciting, age-appropriate, and educational projects. These are real engineering, science, and art projects with high-quality materials. Discover hands-on fun with KiwiCo. Get your first month free on any crate line at kiwico.com slash that sounds fun. That's your first month free at kiwico.com slash that sounds fun. And one last amazing partner to tell you about, Nutrafol. Okay, do you ever wish your hair was thicker? Or do you catch yourself noticing how much it is shedding on the floor or in the shower when you're getting ready? That has been my life the last couple of weeks. There are so many root causes for hair thinning, and Nutrafol addresses those through a whole body approach to hair health. Hair thinning is totally normal, few, and that's why I love Nutrafol. They help us address it from within their science-backed supplements. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement clinically shown to improve visible thickness and strength. Okay, so get this. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol's women hair growth supplement for six months. Just go to Nutrafol.com to take their hair health wellness quiz. We love a quiz. And identify the causes of your thinning hair, and Nutrafol will give you your personalized plan for better hair growth through their whole body health approach. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code, that sounds fun. Find out why over 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol 
Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com. It's spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. Promo code, that sounds fun. That's Nutrafol.com. Promo code, that sounds fun. Okay, now back to finish up our conversation with Jana. That sounds fun. You also talk a lot about dating in the book. <laughs> we did the whole month of June on dating on the podcast. Oh, you did? Summer loving. Yeah, Wait, we talked about it. Are we in a relationship? No, not currently. Nothing. <sighs> and, and listen, I am a hard launch person. I'm not a soft launch person. And so I probably won't be in a relationship until I'm in a relationship publicly. I just can't wait like for that day in church because I feel like everyone's going to be like, <laughs> right? They'll be like, like five. <laughs> no, not finally, but just like preach about now. Good. Like you know, like you, oh, you know, thanks, you, you didn't, you didn't settle. Like you, yeah. you got well, what you deserve. You oh, know? you're very kind. So um, I've just been waiting you. for. It. I'm like, I know. Well, I mean, yes, we can talk down some things. <laughs> we can wind down some things after this. But uh, one of the things you talk about. So I want to talk about dating for a minute for okay. our friends who are in that season. Yes, you talk about not going to the grocery store when you're hungry. Mm. Will you teach us that concept? Because I really, in my experience of your book, the next chapter. That was really when a page turned for you mm-hmm. in your dating and in your relationship with men was when you got that concept of not going grocery shopping when you're hungry. Yeah. That came from my therapist, and it was so true. Because when you're hungry, you're going to get things that are like, oh, I just want this like right now. Yeah. You know? If it's not good for you. Yeah. Like the Haagen-Dazs and the whatever and the chips, like you're, it, it's, it's at that moment, it's probably not the best thing for you. But when you're starving for something, and I was so starving for love and attention yeah. after my divorce yeah. that like the first person I was like, oh my God, like he thinks I'm and beautiful. He, and I'm he sure wants he's to, like, I'm sure his family loves him, but that guy didn't seem like the best one you've ever been with. But well, I'm but sure he's, I wasn't healthy either. Right. right. So it's like water finds water. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, he might be so healthy now with someone else, but I was also like in that same state of finding kind of the same man. Yeah. And yes, I noticed that because I that brought some things up for me in counseling where mm-hmm. I was like, Jenna's right. I keep picking similar men. Right. And there's a reason for that. And there's right. like that peace in you that's still there's something that's feeding that negative belief yeah. in you that yeah. thinks that you deserve that. Yeah. So teach. How'd you get that out? Oh God! I, I mean, I went to onsite, yeah. which was like Same like the third time. Um, oh, did you? I I kind of <laughs> think about going back and doing an intensive just to like a tune up. I needed thing. the one on one. Yeah, love the group settings, but yeah. like I have to just be one on one and be like, all right, let's get let's figure this out. Yes, I didn't realize how much shame I was walking around with mm. from years. Yeah. I always thought it was shame was what they did wrong. But I was like, no, shame. That was that's just guilt. Yeah. But like for me, that like I didn't know that I that that shame was holding me down and. I was believing all these messages that weren't true. They were just things that other people told me that I tried on and kept on. Mm. And so with, you know, then going back into dating, it was just, I still had so many unhealed pieces. I thought I was, oh, well, I've been doing therapy forever for the last seven years with, with my ex. So I'm like... I'm good. Like this, that was all him. Yeah. You know, he's yeah. you know, he's one, one of the problems. Yeah. And so, but then again, I go right back to, oh my god, this guy showed me attention and affection, and you know, he seems to really care about me. But again, it was just the same, same man, different, different name. So, yeah. and it was until I switched, and that's where you know where I am right now with my fiance is. I always say he just loves and respects me so much, and I've never used that respect word, but yeah. it's because I never asked for respect. I was wow. constantly letting other men disrespect me because I didn't think I deserved respect. Mm. So now, of course, I'm getting respect because that's what I expect. Yeah. And yeah. that's what I'm, you know, asking for. Yeah. 
So how did you do that though? How do you switch your brain to, I deserve respect. Like, I don't know how to do that with the things in me. I had to say the truth. So when the I'm not enough, and again, this, it still comes up in things. Like if I uh, miss out on a role or if I'm having a, you know, I don't know, something, it's not as often as it used to be, but the I'm not enough, I deserve abuse. Um, I deserve, you know, um, yeah, like abuse is the big one, or I'm not, I'm not, yeah, I'm not good enough, or I'm not this or that. What is the truth to that? No, I, I don't deserve abuse. And why do I, why do I think I, so you have to figure out why you think you deserve all those things. Where did that come from? Mm. And really go into the weeds with that. Well, I think I deserved abuse because of my childhood and then the, the men, because why would they hit me if I didn't deserve it? Mm. Or why didn't I get this? Or why did they leave me? I obviously wasn't good enough. Well, no, that's not the truth. Yeah. So it's, deep diving into all your messages that you believe about yourself and then naming the truth of it. Like, mm. I know I, I do deserve to be loved. And it, it's, I didn't, ha- I haven't had that yet because this X, Y, and Z. So it's just really like deep diving and then trying to, I'm, I, I had to write, I still have sticky notes around, like I'm good enough. I wow. still every day have to like look at it wow. to remember. And just keep calling yeah. that. Yeah, but for as long as we practice the old narrative, we have Think to about practice how, the exactly. new one. Exactly. Right? Yeah, because I've had 39 years or, yeah. you know, however long, like I'm, you know, of believing this. So now I have to really tune my brain to believe, no, yeah. I do deserve this. And yes. I, and I am good enough. Yes. And it was just unfortunate situations of whatever, if something happens. Yeah. You're giving me such good language for what I need to ask myself. Why do I keep picking him? Mm-hmm. Right. That What's that movie with Julia, a Runaway Bride? Yeah. Right. Where she does all the different eggs. Right. I've always been like, you and I aren't eating whatever kind of eggs the guy eats, but there's relational ways that mm-hmm. I do that. Yeah. And so I think there's a, you taught some really beautiful things in this book for those of us who are looking for the person we'll end up with. Mm-hmm around like, but who are you? Why don't you just be fully you? Yeah. And then look who's around. Mm-hmm. And also it's too, it's writing down like the the old narrative. It's like, yeah. for me, it's like I've, I play into the old narratives or what people say. Uh-huh. What is my narrative? I'm like, who actually am I? Like, yeah. who do I want to be? Yeah. So it's, it's just a lot of like journaling and a lot of just like reflective work too. Yeah. And, you know, some of the things that I did on site, people can do, like they you take the rocks, go to a stream, let it wash it away. I mean, just things that over yeah. time can just sometimes seeing it, doing the act can help you. But you have to. And that's the thing. Like sometimes I don't believe it. Like I know now without a question of a doubt, I couldn't have said this two years ago. I know now I do not deserve abuse. I do not deserve someone to, to talk to me in a certain way or any of those things. Yeah. I still struggle with the I'm not enough. Yeah. So, you know, there's the, but that's again years of repair yes and it's going to take years, years. of work that's to, right to repair that yes that's right we're going to get to keep saying the truth over yeah. and over and over mm-hmm. will you talk about being in a season of joy now i mean new house i mean it's just all beautiful to watch so will you talk about what is the season of joy yeah and that's been um maybe that's the third book is it's been really hard to accept it Really? Mm-hmm. Like, I've really, like, that's been the biggest work with my therapist because I'm like, am I dying? Like, is something happening? Like, because wow. I, I don't almost feel like I deserve the joy. So that's been, that's been my biggest work with my therapist wow. is, the, is the gratitude of it because I'm like, I must be dying of cancer. Like, I must have something. Like, because I'm like, I don't, I can't get everything. Like, I'm like, I've got the, the dream man. I'm having a baby. Like, the, the family, like, the silver lining of all this. I'm like, it's not possible. 
Like it doesn't make sense to me. So it's wow. like really like that's been my my work as of late is just trying to be grateful and accept it because there's still those old narratives. I'm like, no, 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 no. When is the shoe dropping? Like there's something that's going to happen or and that's the piece where I'm like, no, OK, thank Just thank. Thank you, God. And thank you. And try to accept it. Will you talk about people writing as you were building the house, having yeah. people write messages? This was a, came from my my realtor, um, Nick Woodard. He actually, and his wife is Catherine. Yeah. Um, oh my but, gosh! So, yeah, everybody, <laughs> everyone. Just I like to just keep it in the thing. Hey, you should. Yeah, but you know he's he's been doing that for a while in homes. He would write on um, the bones of the house and write yeah. scripture. And so I had all you know my closest. He'd all my closest friends come and write scripture. And, yeah. and then me and Alan went too. And before we knew the baby was gonna, we you know, we weren't sure of the miscarriage or whatever. And you know, he, we were right on the walls. I said, keep beating baby. And just like, so just, we just prayed over the house and. Cause you started and, building it before you before were with him. Alan, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, I'm like the, the, the guest room turned into a nursery. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's such a beautiful part of the story. Even of what we were talking about, about what narratives you're believing in your head of like, you were building the life you wanted mm-hmm. and God brought in the right man at the right time. Yeah. And so Talk about the kids in the house. Do they love it? Oh, my gosh. They love it. Yeah. It's still, you know, we're still, it's still a work in progress, but it's just, it, it's starting to feel like a home now for yeah. sure. And it's just, it's, yeah, it's everything. And again, I, I have a hard time sitting up there. I'm like, okay, I, I did it, you know, yeah. and I was so scared. And I went into this as a single mom with my two kids. And now I'm going to be bringing home a baby with, you know, my soon to be husband. Like, it's yeah. just, it's a, I'm still trying to wrap my mind around it because yeah. again, I could not have written this. I think it's such a good reminder, I hope, to you mm. that God gives really good gifts. Yeah. Right? You and just walk with them and believe and have a little bit of patience. And Because I try to force the outcomes of things. I'm always yeah. trying to you know, manipulate the situation or control it. Or it's like sometimes you just have to put your hands up and go, what, what do you want to do? Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm trying to steer the ship and I'm doing a really bad job. <laughs> That's right. So, that's right. What do you want to do? <laughs> that's right. Go for it. That's right. Yeah. For our friends listening that have surely fallen in love with you today, I am sure that the messages we will hear are how much they love you. Tell me how you want them to pray for you. Oh, man. Uh, that's a very sweet question. I would say just to be able to relax in the the greatness of of everything that I have always dreamt and wanted for yeah. since I was a little girl yeah. coming from a broken home that that, yeah. I, that I've created a safe space and to continue to pray over the safe space. Yeah. I'm sure you remember this but there is this part when Moses is leading the people out of Egypt when they leave it is 40 years that they are wandering in the desert before mm. they're in the promised land. Mm. And you have, you write beautifully about it in the next chapter, but you have suffered greatly. You have suffered more than most people. And it's promised land time. Now, the promised land did not come without its own trials <laughs> right. and they had to battle. And, but. Well, it's interesting that my due date is my 40th birthday. So uh, huh? that, is, that has is... never become lost on me. Yes. What, the, what, all of it. So. Yes. Yeah. Isn't it just like God? Yeah. And it just like God to write a story like that. Yeah. And so it's promised land time. Thank you. Jana, that is just what is true. Yeah. I believe that. And I can still be healthy too. Yeah. <laughs> and my kids and That's everything right. else. Like, That's right. Okay. That's we right. We get to be, I deserve happiness. Yeah. That, that This Goodness. does not mean that there is a tragedy around the corner. Though life is very hard. Sure. 
But that A does not equal B in this story. Right. Right. Yeah. And so it's promised land stuff. So that's what we'll have our friends pray into, too, is that you will really experience the best parts of the promised land. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. That's what it that's. On your fortieth birthday, I, mean, I know. The Lord. I was like, "Won't he I do would, it?" What? That's this is our mind blown emoji. I know. Wow, he's it just says, "Wow, he's Allie." So that kind of blows my mind that he would have this baby do on your fortieth birthday. Uh, okay, what did we not say that you want to make sure we say? Oh no, I, I love all the, just the thank you for listening and thank you for having me on. I really oh do gosh, appreciate and thank you for the words and the movements that you create and um, to bring people along the journey. You're very kind. I um, I will imperfectly process anything with you ever. Thank you. So we, I, I mean, we're figuring, I'm figuring it out too. Okay. <laughs> and so we can, we can do this a lot off microphone. We can do this, whatever you want, because we get to figure this out. So we processed what we could here, but I'm not doing it perfectly. You're not doing it perfectly. We're just doing the best we can. So, but we love God. Yeah, and we, we believe that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And that's about what matters most to me. Yeah. <laughs> so, absolutely. okay. Uh, the last question we always ask, Janet Kramer, I'm so thrilled to ask you this. <laughs> of all the years um, that, that. Yes, you were my favorite. Yeah. No. Campus pastor. Yes. Great. That was my question. Yeah. Right, am I your favorite preacher in our church? <laughs> yeah. Because the show is called That Sounds Fun. Okay. Tell me what sounds fun to you. Oh, man. <laughs> Uh, playing games like I really? love like game nights are my <gasps> favorite thing ever. What? I love game nights. Do you I'm really? Such a nerd. Yeah. Do the kids love them too? I like everybody. Like Alan too. Like, did the Lord Alan, bring you a gamer? Mm, oh. The only thing he's the Lord will bring him around. Mm, we'll give it time. We we're trying to that baby too. stepping. Yeah, please bring that. Too. <laughs> okay, what are y'all? Um, what games are y'all playing at the house? Well, I want to do a murder mystery for my fortieth. Okay, like okay. that's what I really want to do. But no, we, we like like literally anything, anything you can think of. We okay. love to play, like from charades to I'm I love euchre. I'm a big uh-huh, card girl. Uh-huh. So that's Michigan stuff. I know that is up north. Uh, I know summers by the lake. But yeah, I mean euchre. anything from yeah. like catchphrase to like just all of it have y'all done tinsy no <gasps> oh my god i'm so excited i'm getting it for you don't I'm don't so even excited. get it i'm gonna get you what you need Catherine's it's already a, googling it it is she's a also great a gamer. um dice game oh. where everybody has their own dice and you it is love because we is play yahtzee so with fun. the kids a lot yes it yeah. is and and one of my favorite things is i have friends that have kids in other places in the u.s and you can play tinsy over facetime Oh, fine. As long as they have their set and you have your set, it's really easy to play. Okay. So Tinsy's a great one. That's, oh, that's so kind of my favorite. Oh, okay. I love that you love games. Of course. That's great. A game night. Jana, thanks for doing this today and for trusting us. I love you. I'm, Thank you. I'm love you too, proud of this and I'm proud to I'm proud to share you with my friends. So Thank you. Thank I you. Appreciate it. Y'all, isn't she great? I know. What an important, special conversation. So make sure you grab a copy of the next chapter right now and follow Jana on social media. Tell her thank you for being on the show. You can leave a comment in any of the posts that we share today around this episode. But the more we tag her and tell her we're grateful, the better off. You know, why not? Why not be those friends to her, right? So if you need anything else from me, you know I'm embarrassingly easy to find. Annie F. Downs on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, in my puffy coat in New York. I think that's it for me today, friends. Go out or stay home. Do something that sounds fun to you, and I'll do the same. Today, what sounds fun to me is there is a coffee shop right around the corner. I'm going to walk and get me a chai later. So y'all have a great weekend. We'll see you back here on Monday with my friend and one of our favorites. Y'all get ready. Natalie Grant is back. We'll see y'all Monday.